Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is August the 24th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty well, feeling pretty good. Let's see. Today started with a lot of rain, but I guess before I get to that, I'll, I'll do a quick food corner. I did burger hot dog fry, which is pretty usual. I will say this is definitely an overcooked edition. I um, I don't know. I got too like contemplative. You ever have that thing where you're cooking something, but you like add or take an ingredient away, and it like completely butterfly affects the whole meal. So I normally cook with the bacon, but I was kind of like baconed out, and I was like, all right, no bacon, and. I just overcompensated on my times. It was just like big chilling, just sitting in it, in it, like literally sitting in my recliner for a second, just like a second became like, I don't know, too long. So I burnt the fries, uh, you know, overcooked the patty and, you know, it's just what it is. It, it was still fine. I, you know, I, I like things a little torched. Uh, that being said, I also added a lot of onions and uh, my relish, like kind of squirted, over squirted on my hot dog. So, you know, had a um, kind of extra pickly oniony meal which honestly for me is is totally fine that's once again up my alley um so yeah that was food corner my day was very rainy very wet um my trash pickup was a little bit botched i guess like i had to wait for my guy you know to come through he was a little late and then took a lot longer than uh, usual uh blame it on the rain but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it naturally cascaded my day and then put me on a path to talking to people I didn't really want to talk to about things that, you know, a conversation was not going to change. But, you know, that's just living and working, you know, in life. I don't know. <laughs> I've been thinking about labor a lot. <laughs> still reading Das Capital. It's it's still uh, still a read. <laughs> you know, it, it's fine. It's good. Um, but no, overall, day was fine. <sighs> still hot out, you know. But yeah. Uh, let's, uh, you know, enough about me. Uh, I'm done, uh, talking about myself, at least, uh, you know, in that way. Uh, now I gotta go into news commentator mode, or whatever the fuck you, you call what I do. Um, but before I do that, before I don the cape, <laughs> the cape of the newsy, <laughs> I don't know. News, no, it's a hat. Newsies have hats, um, definitely have hats. Um, nice little, little cabbie hats, or whatever they're called. I swear they're called driver caps. But hey, if you know it, let me know. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm going to forget or be too lazy to re-Google that from, you know, whatever. Okay. Uh, PBS. Uh, just quick here. I don't want to spend too long. But last night, I decided to, uh, you know, I, I have my Newsy hat on. But I'm also going to put on my, I guess, my MAGA hat? I don't know. I got to get into this convention somehow, y'all. Anyway, I did. I watched the uh, Republican debate. And I got to say, already annoying to have to, like, um, like go on Fox News, give them your email, like, ill, ugh, and, like, just to watch some live stream and then get, like, the worst ads in between. So this is, like, a two-hour fucking thing. And, um, man, it, it was a doozy. 
um, there were eight candidates who debated, and uh, of these eight, or of these uh, eight, there was uh, an extra one, a plus one, if you will, a ninth. And Trump decided not to show up. He was like, you know what? I'm way too far ahead. Uh, you know, wh- why would I bother? You know, I he in his, according to him in the polls he's looking at, he's saying he's at least 50, 60. I've heard him saying up to 70% ahead of some people. And that some of the people on stage were literally like at zero to like five. Now, in a... In a in broad strokes, he's actually very correct. He's very far ahead. He's about like 50% ahead of like most of the field. Ron DeSantis is just not moving the needle like he was supposed to be. He is still like second as of right now, I believe, but um, it's not looking good for him. You know, we've, we've kind of talked about his campaign a little bit. Uh, if you've been following along, it, it's been kind of imploding in and of itself, literally shrinking and shriveling. And he's just really trying really hard to, like, working out being human, you know? He's really having his own Detroit becoming human moment uh, on this campaign. Um, I'm seeing him work out that smile. But then he, like, works on the smile and he can't move his hands. Like, you know, he just forgets to wave. Like, talking, it it literally feels like an NPC from an Elder Scrolls game sometimes. It's so bad. It's so cringe. And, I mean, shit, I'm leaving behind the fucking pudding shit, okay? Like, we don't even need to talk about this shit. My man cannot write the ship. But anyway, truly, this debate wound up not even being about him. Like, and I want to just go through a quick little bullet um, of how I thought people did. That's that's how I want to do it. Fuck the takeaways. You can go look that shit up if you want. I I, I truly don't think that many people care that much. But I got to tell y'all, if I spent any amount of time on these fucking debates, I'm going to talk to you guys about it. That's content. I, I have to do it. It's just, just how this works. I, hopefully, you guys, I guess, got to hope that I get too sleepy or something. That almost happened. <laughs> um, all right, all right, all right. Um, like I said, this is from PBS, just running off the names more or less. Uh, Ron DeSantis, a.k.a. Ron DeSanctimonious, or Ron DeSkunk, I don't know, I, I couldn't make up another one, Ron DeSkunktus, yeah, I'm, that's, if I was on Trump's A team, my MAGA hat's still on, yeah, I'm making that stupid one, I'm just trying to make it to tomorrow, y'all, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, he did not do that great. I would describe his performance as, like, Homer trying to fade into the background, and more or less, his campaign strategy kind of got busted, there's a bit of a method of you have to like if you're a donator and you want your your campaign guy to do something you have to like broadcast that in some kind of public fashion so like in the olden days i guess like you could do like ad things or like take out ad space in newspapers and like do it blah 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 um early internet you'd find some blah blah publication site and you'd put it on there and the candidate would know to go there and look at it um, in this situation, it happened in like a Twitter dump and, um, it was found by a bunch of people that normally doesn't happen. And, um, everyone kind of knew what DeSantis' playbook was supposed to be. So I think the, the strategy for DeSantis was to come in and just not flop. And he just wound up being very milquetoast to me. He didn't say anything impressive. He just said shit that he was just going to be saying anyway on the campaign trail. He's been saying it. Um, I also got to add that, like, the the style of these debates on Fox was just kind of sloppy. They were supposed to be, like, you each get about, like, uh, 30 seconds of time to, like, say your piece or whatever, and then you're done. But, like, every time they'd ring the bell, motherfuckers would just keep talking. And then also, there was, like, the the, the audience was very strange. Like, maybe it's because I'm, I'm just so used to MAGA 
people, like Trump-based people, that like that there actually is a spectrum here, or maybe this was just a forced blended thing because this is a Fox News event. I don't fucking know. But um, just the reactions are very strange, but truly, Ron DeSantis did not get any reaction, like positive or negative. So I guess for him, it was fine. And there's more debates to come, at least like two more big ones, I believe. Uh, I truly don't think Trump is going to show up to any of them, maybe the third, but um, he'd have to see some shaking in the polls. Uh, I truly think he was right to not show up. He, I don't think he got any damage from this. Uh, Fox News tried so hard to get him on, but he's just like, I don't want to fucking go on this fucking publication. I fucking kind of don't like y'all. So unless I need y'all, I'm cool. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Tim Scott. Uh, Tim Scott came in. He looked mad. He looked mad. And I was kind of shocked to see that. And I, and I know like, oh, like, this is me thinking like once again i if i'm on your team i'm like your 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 public guy your pr guy or whatever i'm like why are you not smiling at least ron desantis the fucking android smiled like desantis smiled um other people they smile wave like just they look normal and and tim scott looked normal but he looked mad and i always think of as a black man especially when i'm thinking on a stage like this People are thinking stereotypes when they're watching, especially if you're watching from Fox News. I'm sorry. I'm saying I'm, that's my thought. And I'm like, this is coming off as angry black man. And I just would be like, yo, that's not good for us. You have to smile. You have to come off like more positive. And um, I don't think he did that. I, I, but I will say he's like he was business. He was business and he made his points. He was popping off on the statistics. Um but it, it just felt like, once again, kind of more like, hey, you're giving your campaign speech, your spiel. But no one, there's just enigma points to him where people are like, Ugh, like I don't know if I trust you, Tim. Like, it just doesn't feel good. Like, you know what I mean? People are wondering if this guy fucks. And I know that's a whole other fucking episode to get into. But like, it's just weird. It's just, I don't know if he's got the juice here. He definitely doesn't have the numbers. And I don't think this debate helped him. Uh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Uh, I think you could say that she made some points here. I would say maybe out of these eight people, third or fourth, uh, you could say that she did, you know, pretty well. Uh, she quoted Margaret fucking Thatcher, which I thought was very odd, very strange, um, to reference and get your girl power inspiration from a Tory of yore. Like, and it's not going to correlate to people. Like, only liberals who don't like her are going to know that. <laughs> Which is very weird, very strange. Uh, also, speaking of the libs, like, she made good points in some ways before she tweaked them for, like, you know, com Republican consumption, where it's like, oh, I actually do believe in climate change, but I think it's China's fault. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, if it's, if it's China's fault, it's just as much our, our fault. And, like, Several candidates tried to fucking do that kind of shit. It was very odd. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it really worked for her. I think it's, once again, good on a campaign trail. But here, in this room, you have to appeal to the people. What they want. These like, these people, they want the, you to say the depraved, mean, evil thing. They just want that. Um, they want vice signaling, not virtue signaling at all. Like They don't want any compromise. They don't want moderation. So I, I was surprised to see that out of people, but I get it. You're thinking Longview, I guess. But once again, you guys are all guppies in the pond. At the end of the day, the big fish is Trump. He's still so far ahead of you. So I, I just didn't get the angle. But anyway, here here's the guy I think who stole the show. Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, 
I gotta say, preference, just before I, you know, get too here, too in here, I do not like this guy. Ever since the whole Don Lemon thing and the, and the NRA thing, like, I knew he was popping off on some kooky shit. I knew he was just saying shit to get rouse out of people, but then that got my attention where he's just like, yeah, like you know, black people should be so thankful for the NRA. Like, we helped them get freedom from slavery. And it's like, what the fuck? But it, it set the time. It's, it's one of the many notes that, like, like, Ramaswamy is hitting. Like, this is a guy who you do not know. He's a rich, you know, entrepreneur, you know, millionaire. I don't know, maybe billionaire. I don't know. He's got a lot of fucking money. And essentially, he's throwing it around. And a lot of other talking heads, a lot of people's takeaways here is that he was the man who has been, like, since his campaign's really been rolling, embodying Trump. And I really agree. Like, I think in a lot of ways, he is taking that energy that, like, Ron DeSantis can't seem to actually harness because, like, he has to kind of play the field. He has to, like, still do his thing. I don't know. He's, he's just not making it work. But, like, Vivek is... And I definitely do not agree with any of the things he is saying. Like, he's saying, like, climate change is a hoax. He's like, Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. And, like, you guys should all, like, pardon him. Like, Mike Pence, would you do that? Like, I mean, he's asking these questions. He's 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 trying to be funny and quirky. Uh, he tried to use this uh, line. Like he started off, he's like, yeah, I bet you guys are wondering why, um, you know, some guy with a long, weird name and, you know, he's really skinny is up here. And, um, you know, like he, he was just trying to sell himself. And I, I do think he did that. I do think it was mission accomplished in that regard. I think when the polls come out, he will probably be the most improved. But I mean, yet again, you have to ask yourself, even if you're a winner here, what are you really getting? And I, I, I maybe for Ramaswamy, it is a position somewhere if it's not an actual president. Maybe it's notoriety in the future. I don't fucking know. This guy made a book, The Woke Inc. or whatever. Inside corporate America's social justice scam, I imagine it's actually helping sell again, and it's just one of the, I don't know, just something to keep your name going, keep it flowing. Something to do with your time. He's, like, and he's a dork. He's so fucking corny. Like, literally, like, at the Iowa fucking state fair or whatever, he was rapping, like, Eminem, lose yourself, like, doing the worst karaoke, and, like, everyone hated it, but, like, yet again, here he is getting claps and applauses, and everyone's like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm not bought off like any of these other guys, and he's taking on everybody. He just, I don't know, interesting. The most interesting guy. The only guy keeping me awake, honestly. Uh, the second most interesting, truly, uh, Chris Christie, uh, aka Peter Griffin in a fucking suit. Uh, the, yeah, former New Jersey governor, he's had a, you know, fucking one bullet for Donald Trump, and he's been toting that motherfucker around, and, um, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, yeah, he's just trying to dodge people like Chris Christie, that's really who he's really mad at, and who he's just trying to avoid, and it's like, I mean, sure, but he's been in the same room with Chris Christie before and dunked on his ass, like, my man has made mincemeat memes out of this motherfucker, he, I don't think he truly cares, but, um, Chris Christie showed that he could go bat to bat, bar for bar, with just about anybody, and I think he then chose to, like, take it out on Vivek since Vivek was doing the most talking. And Vivek was giving it back. So it was very interesting to kind of see them go back and forth. Um, he actually, um, like, said, like, Vivek was, like, doing, like, chat GPT lines. 
and um, actually called him out on that like awkward skinny guy line because essentially it was a borrowed line from Obama. And I was like, damn, what a good catch on the fly, dog. And like just the way he like said it, like made it like look like it was this big amateur hour and like forced Vivek to have, like have to respond was very, you know, it was interesting. Uh, maybe he got some points there. Maybe he's second or third in terms of like who did well. Um, let's move on to Dougie Burgum. Um, this man was boring as fucking bubblegum, bro. It was not interesting. Um, apparently, the most interesting thing about him was that uh, he like tore a tendon or something and practically had to fucking crawl hobble his ass up to get there. Um, came out of the hospital, did his fucking shit. But he didn't say anything of interest. He's like a guy from North Dakota, North Dakota governor. He used his fucking money and um just like was like hey i'm gonna give away 20 dollar gift cards if you donate a dollar and that's how he was able to get on stage more or less and it's like okay and he used this to say like yeah i'm i'm doing small town governing and i'm gonna bring that to the white house and it's like so you're gonna jason aldean here like okay it just didn't seem worth uh mike pence mike pence actually did better than i expected him to do no flies flew on his face. Good for him. Uh, he's definitely taken on this moniker of like, well, if you're going to like make me and lump the Trump administration sins on me, well, then you also have to give me credit for stopping that. Like you have to give me the credit for saying I love the Constitution so fucking much that I turned on this guy that was like literally going to have me hanged. Like, you know what I mean? And like it, 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 they even had a moment of like, he like flipped the conversation and they, and they gave him a lot of time. Like they fed him a lot of time. Like I said, this is part of the messy shit about the Fox news thing. And I'm like, okay, I guess we can just let him talk and go off. And, um, he's like, would you guys say that I did the right thing? You, that I, I stood by the constitution and I was right in doing so. And they like, like Ron is like, I, I already said that. I got no beef with you, Mike. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. That was a fun little interesting uh, convo. Um, once again, Vivek would, like tried to counter and was like, well, would you?" I, I'm saying I pardon him. Would you? And then Mike Pence used that moment to say, look, he deserves to have his day in court. Whether he's innocent or not, it, he should go to trial. I believe that. And it was like such a good counter for that conversation point. Um, so, you know, credit for that. All right. I guess I'm sipping the Kool-Aid a little bit there. But once again, not enough points to make the dial move. You're still single digits, buddy. Uh, go back to bed. Uh, Asa Hutchinson. This man's trying to bring Arkansas, because he's an Arkansas governor, to the White House. I, like, how many times he said that? I just lost count. And I was like, bro, just shut up. You're so boring. Like, bro, I, I, like, just figuring out the name was, like, the most interesting thing about him. Um, and then last but not least, the elephant not in the room. Donald Trump. He decided to do a Tucker Carlson um, interview instead that was pre-recorded, and I was like, this could maybe be interesting if you did it live, but he didn't do it fucking live. It was pre-recorded, so I'm like, bro, I'm not even picking that up. I'm not wasting my fucking time. I, I kind of read through the takeaways, and like, it just was bullshit talking points, whatever. You know, I'm like, I'm, ugh, I'm cool. If you want to look it up, by all means, go off. Uh, also, apparently he got his mug shot and shit done today, but I haven't seen it. Um, also Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani did as well. America's mayor. Fucking asshole. Uh, four seasons mayor, if you know, you know. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, all I got for that. I know I'm like already running way too fucking long. I'm sorry. Uh, let's get to the news I wanted to talk about, uh, from the insider. 
A Russian helicopter crew freaked out, tried to run, and was killed after realizing their captain had defected to Ukraine, officials say. Oh, man, this was a little bit of a doozer. Um, the Russian pilot who defected by landing an M- M1, or no, MI-8 helicopter at a Ukrainian airbase on Wednesday took the rest of his crew by surprise, Ukraine's head of military intelligence said. So I guess this has been like a six-month planned operation, and this guy, they haven't uh, released his identity. He um, was supposed to defect, but not just defect, take the helicopter that he piloted, plus some fighter pilot uh, parts, and cross the border to Ukraine, you know, I guess more or less have safe enough passes, not get shot down, whatever, and he was going to be able to safely defect. I don't know if this was part of the plan with these other soldiers or um, if this was just something that was like, um, oh, this is happening. I got to make it happen today or it's not going to happen. And, 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 you know, here we are. Um, But he does the plan. He lands and they realize like, oh, okay, we're behind enemy lines. But like, what are we doing? And then like he lands and they're like, where are we? And they realize they're in Ukraine. They're now being, you know, apprehended because um, essentially only the one guy is like defecting. And I guess the rest of the crew said, fuck it. And um, the two other crew members, they try to escape and they were um, dead, killed, wasted. <laughs> uh, yeah, bad. Uh, that's very sad. Uh, but um, I, I, I was thinking about this. And if it were me, I tried to put myself in these motherfuckers' shoes. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my shit. I, I'm, you know, we're, I'm thinking, I, I, in my eyes, I had to think, like, I, this had to, I had to have thought I was on a mission. And this mission is going to happen, and the next thing you know, it's not a mission. I'm, we're, this dude's defecting? What? Okay. Now I'm here. I just say, okay, I'm a prisoner of war. And I know that's a scary thought. Like, who knows what the fuck's going to happen to you? But, like, and, 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 yeah, honor, all that kind of shit, maybe, whatever. But, like, it beats a fucking bullet to the head. Like, what are you going to do there? So, um, yeah, that fucking happened, and I, I was like, I gotta talk about that. Uh, in, in other news, uh, we're in the States now. Um, I, I mean, we're zigzagging this time. Uh, NBC News. Suspect in California bar shooting that left three dead was targeting his wife, sources say. Uh, let's see. A gunman who opened fire at a beloved California bar popular with bikers leaving three people dead is a former law enforcement officer who targeted his wife, authorities said Thursday. The shooter was identified as 59-year-old John Snowling, who retired as a sergeant from the Ventura Police Department in 2014, the Orange County District uh, Attorney's Office said. Uh, Snowling was among those killed when the gunfire erupted at Cook's Corner in Chabuco, Chabuco Canyon, just after 7 p.m. Uh, on Wednesday. Four people in all were pronounced dead at the scene, including the gunman. Six other, pe- uh, six other people were transported to a hospital, five of whom had gunshot wounds. Uh, the shooter's wife was injured in the shooting and is not deceased. Uh, so that's, that's good. They do have a perspective from one of the people in the bar, Betty Fushanti. And she was actually listening to music with the gunman's wife. And um, 
they see, like, they hear it first, and they think it's fireworks, because there's, like, you know, live band playing, whatever, weird, but, and they realize, oh, this is a shooting, next thing you know, um, his wife, uh, Snowling's wife gets shot, or she hits the floor, uh, Betty, she goes to the bathroom, that's where she winds up hiding with a bunch of other people, and they're just hearing shots, and they come out and they see people on the floor. Um, so it's, you know, obviously very sad, very fucking unfortunate, and, um, I know you shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but this Snowling guy definitely, um, there's just, like, a weird amount of pictures I noticed when I was looking up the story. This dude is, like, a, just giving cop core. Like, it, like, there was pictures of him, like, talking to people at a little burger shop or whatever the fuck. Oh, also, cute story about Cook's Corner. Uh, it was a former burger shop, and then it got converted to a bar, and then, like, uh, bikers, the you know, discovered it, and they loved it. And, um, uh, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, that, you know, obviously very iconic. It, it's very sad that shit like this happens in, like, you know, nice bar, little clubby spots where people get to hang out and just, you know, kick back, be themselves. That's, you know, fucking sad as hell. But, you know, this dude was definitely giving cop core. Definitely looked like he just ate donuts all the fucking time, which, hey, that's fine. That's, that's a cool thing to do. I like a good donut, but, um, I definitely don't like to go fucking postal and, like, shoot up a fucking bar. So, yeah. All right, let's move along. ABC News. Friar Festival 2 tickets on sale and customers are buying. Disgrace founder says. I can't believe it. I fucking can't believe we're here. We said it was a meme. (laughs) How wrong we were. Billy McFarland's fucking back, baby. Um, The disgrace founder of 2017 Friar Festival is selling tickets for a follow-up event and customers are buying them. He said in recent posts on Instagram. Also, I just peed. There's an, I think there's like an interview he did with, uh, I don't know if it's like Good Morning America or whatever the fuck, but it's like him and Michael Strahan talking and I was like, I might want to have to check that out. Uh, it is set to take place though in the Caribbean toward the end of 2024. Um, also, if you don't know what Friarfest is, man, I mean, there are some Netflix specials about it. We've talked about it on the podcast. I actually, that was the collabo episode with, um, oh God, my man, I'm fucking spacing. Um, oh my fucking God. We've talked about this. This is (laughs) late start. Fuck me. Um, blame it on the rain. Part two. Uh, but we've 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 done some details on Billy McFarlane. We've we've talked about Firefest, how we went from partying with Ja Rule, and the next thing you know, we're fucking frauding people on an island covered in rocks with tomatoes and fucking food trays. Uh, an amazing grift, if I'm being fucking honest. Uh, something that's gonna put you in the Frosters Hall of Fame. But here we are again with fucking Firefest two. And, uh, I really thought he was just hyping it up and he wouldn't go through with it, but, uh, he's actually, what is the packages? The ticket sales will feature passes ranging from $799 to $7,999, the website says, which is like premium grifter rates. Like, like I, I remember Jared Leto. He had his little like, like experience, I guess you could have with him. They like were on like some fucking... I don't know if they were on an island, resort area, whatever, but there was literally levels of packages. And, like, sure, you could be with, like, the Gen Pop riffraff, but, like, there was also special packages that you could buy that gave you, like, oh, you could go on a walk with me. Like, you could have a special time with me. And, like, we would, like, do, like, cuddle parties or whatever. I don't fucking know. But, like, man, just, just I love Gwyneth Paltrow goop level, 
just schemes. And Billy McFarlane, essentially a guy out of the fucking ether when you really look at it. And, I mean, he's making it happen. Uh, I will say, though, he has added a caveat here to make this, I, I feel like, quote-unquote, I mean, I'm quoting, I, I feel like he's trying to make it feel grift-proof. Uh, all ticket sale revenue will be held in re- escrow until the final date is announced, McFarland said, adding that he plans to hold pop-up events around the world in the meantime. So we'll, we'll see. They do go through a bit of his, um, trial and, you know, conviction. Uh, I didn't know he actually did time in Ohio, so that, that was interesting. Um, and apparently he had to, because he did, uh, six years. And I was kind of thinking, oh, he probably got out like on good behavior. And it's like, no, he did like five and some change. And it turned out he actually had to, uh, he had a violation on his record and he had tried to bring in a USB recording device into prison. And he just tried to lie about it. Like, no, I didn't do that. No, I didn't. Like, da, 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 da. like, this is just there. Like, I was holding it for, I don't know. what. How do, you, how do you try to deny having and bringing in a fucking USB recording? You know, like, that's weird. That's, like, like device. Like, And I imagine he was doing it to, like, catalog his time in prison for, like, some fucking thing. Uh, you know, he's going to make, like, another fucking Netflix movie or something. Uh, but essentially he gets um, uh, solitary confinement and does a 50-page, like, plan to capitalize on the interest garnered by the Friar Festival. Um, so, yeah. Um, he's really going for the gold here. And I, I, I wish him... The best of luck, you goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but, but but honestly, no, I, I really hope that people aren't getting grifted, truly. I, I truly hope that we aren't going to say, wow, what fucking suckers at the end of the day, right? Um, but Lord knows I'm not giving this man 800 of my fucking hard-earned fucking doubloons. No fucking way. No shot. But I'll be here to talk about it. <laughs> um, I mean, here's hoping I make it to 2024. Ah. Uh, Okay, okay. After all our wiggling and waggling, we got one more story to do, and I'll let you go. Ooh-wee. Ooh. Okay, okay. From NBC News. UPS workers approve new contract with hard-fought pay and safety gains, ending strike threat. So, this is a woohoo. This is a dub for unions. Um, I just wanted to kind of put the nail in it, at least in this story. But UPS workers ratified the Teamsters negotiate. (laughs) I'm so negotiated right now. Um, Negotiated labor deal. Um, reached nearly a month ago, allowing the next five-year contract covering 340,000 employees to take effect. <coughs> so I think this is a very good thing. I think, and I hope that this will have good, uh, strong ripple effects for other unions and also uh, non-union jobs as well. So, um, you know, the last we had covered this, it essentially had been approved, like the deal, but, uh, the, you know, essentially they wanted to take it back to the union members and they all got to vote. And the decision, which was more than 86% of the union members who voted, they showed support. So uh, officially takes the strike off the table and we're back to business. And people are going to be making more money. 
things are hopefully going to be more safe. Excuse me. There's that burp. Um, and uh, I also heard, too, that they are going to add um, AC units to the um, cars. They're going to find some kind of, like, air conditioning to help, which I think is good. I know... I've thought it. I know it, the thought has been impressed or incepted upon me as well. I've heard other people talk about it. Well, like, what's the point, right? Because they have the open door. It's like, look, dude, any kind of reprieve in this heat is something. To know that you can hop in a box and at least it's cooler or whatever, or even if, like, you can get to the, the back or and there's, like, cooling or something, like, that's just, that's better. It, 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 it's just like how, like, when it comes to, like, construction, that I don't think I actually covered this, but... This year, literally in Texas, they are trying to, like, remove... Actually, they were affected. They did it. They removed the ability for water breaks for, like, construction people. And it's like, how is that legal? And it's like they tried to argue where it's like, look, we, we're not taking it away. We're just saying that it should be left to the discretion of each of the individual operations. Like, and, and they like they should have their own say about how many or how little there are. And it's like... No, they should have the bare minimum this many. That should be a law. And then they should have more if they need at the discretion of all your little people and operations. You know what I mean? So unions are important because they fight for this fucking kind of shit. Like, I cannot stress this enough. I, I do know I I've been talking to more people and, and doing my own research. And that's always, that always sounds good to hear on a podcast. But like you do hear some of the pangs and the problems of the unions. Like I'm definitely not trying to sit there and, and say that they're perfect and they don't make any fucking mistakes. This is an organization of human beings. They get corrupted. They, they, they make wrong calls. That fucking happens. But I do think that if we are in an era that you're seeing more union activity, you're seeing a roar of it, and you are not seeing the, the union busting or what I feel like is like now like the squeezing where it's not like necessarily like you're breaking their back, but like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And that's another thing. I know I'm back on a tangent here before I let you go. We're back on the debates. We're going full circle. Tim Scott said a thing about literally breaking the back of teachers union. And I wanted to punch my laptop. Bro, fuck that motherfucker. Fuck these people. It's crazy if that's what you think needs to happen. That the teachers who are literally trying to teach your kids are the problem, yo. You are crazy. You need to give them less rights? Are you serious? Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you. Fuck that shit. I know. I'm sorry ending on a bad note when it's supposed to be a good note. But that tore me asunder. And uh, I needed to roar about that. Oh, man. This is, this is a fat a fat episode. I'm sorry. Um, I need to give this episode Ozempic. My bad. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I'll keep the shilling uh, brief. Patreon.com says Isaiah News if you'd like to support financially. Uh, also, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com if you'd like to get uh, feedback, reach out, what have you. I'm on all the socials. You know what it is. Um, hopefully, I'll see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.